house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless, when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this concert a little bit. Did I rush it? Felt like I rushed it. was good. I liked it. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Big Easy Bets podcast. I'm your host, Logan, and with me in the studio, Nick Von Brick. Hello. With us on the ones and twos, Joseph Ascani. What up? This is episode 181. We are on a conference championship weekend. We are going to recap the divisional round, talk about a couple things that happened since we last recorded, and then give you our best bets for each game this coming weekend. Again, episode 181, hit subscribe, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube, wherever you're listening, hit the subscribe button. We would appreciate it. Couple things to get into. Uh, a good week for two out of three of us. That's why I said we don't typically stack bad weeks in a row. Um, y'all were in the green. I was not. We'll get to that. Um, couple things that have happened uh, since then. You saw Harbaugh. Harbaugh might be going to the Chargers. Mm. What do you think about that? Um. Yeah, I know there's like a bunch of stuff going on with uh, Michigan and everything. Well, he made it sound like he wasn't going anywhere, and now he might be just. Yeah. At the first opportunity might be bouncing. I think there's some um I guess fear that he could be disciplined or something like that. I'd imagine he probably would be. Yeah, if he's gonna leave, I think he's definitely leaving because there's discipline yeah. on the on the horizon. I feel like the Chargers are definitely an enticing job. You've got young talent, you've got LA, you've got the quarterback. Uh, I mean, they've got guys on the defensive side of the ball, Bosa, Derwin James, mm-hmm. to name a few. Khalil Mack was with them this year, right? Um, yeah. And played, like, spectacular. Um, I think it's, I always think it's funny when they're like, I'm not going anywhere. And then, I mean, it's been, like, not even a month, and he's about to go to L.A. Yeah. I get it. You're not going to be, like, hosting up the tro- hoisting the trophy, being like, I'm out of here. Like, I'm leaving. But he definitely made it seem like he was not going to go anywhere. I think there was a report that he needed, like, a... Basically, a guarantee that no matter what happened suspension-wise for Michigan, that like he was good to go. Yeah, he wants immunity. Yeah, which is, I mean, he did just bring you all a championship. When's the last time Michigan won a championship? So, I'd give him immunity if I was, if I was the athletic director or whoever. What else? Um, Bill Vinovich is going to be the head referee of Super Bowl. What Super Bowl is this coming up? Forty what? Fifty something? Yeah. 57, maybe. Is it 57? Well, we were 44. It might be 58. We were 44 back in, did they count it as 09 or 2010? It was 2010. Well, so I know that's when we, but did 14 they, more. So 58. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I had no idea. Bill Vinovich is going to be the head referee of Super Bowl 58. I tweeted about it today where I said Brad Allen and his crew fucked up and then they pulled him from the playoffs bill vinovich had the worst missed call in the history of the national football league and he's reffing super bowls yeah you get rewarded by reffing super bowls when you do your job as asked that tells you all you need to know he did what the nfl wanted him to do which was absolutely shaft the entire city of new orleans and in turn he's now getting a ref super bowl 58 Something doesn't, doesn't seem right there. I don't know. Especially in the day and age where now everybody bitches about officiating. Yeah. 
but nobody cared back then. But Bill Vinovich is still out uh, refing the biggest games, going going to his third Super Bowl, getting rewarded for for doing a good job in the NFL's eyes. So I felt like that. I mean, that told me all I needed to know. How? How? I mean, how is he fucking refing a Super Bowl? How is he still refing at all? At all? Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I think they said he's never refed a an NFL, uh, a Saints game. They shouldn't let him ref Pop Warner. No, I mean, it was clear what they were doing. He did what was what was asked of him, but I think that's funny that like his crew never has come back to ref a Saints game. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I I, I thought it was uh. It's just kind of a slap in the face, to be honest, but what can you do? Uh, you saw the Caitlin Clark flop? Yeah. Do you think it was a flop? Yes. <laughs> Did you see it? Yeah. What did you think? Flop. It is. <laughs> it's disgraceful. It's a flop. I saw her in the airport when we were coming back from uh, our honeymoon, just randomly, just yeah. walking through. Nobody even noticed her. As I told you, I spot everybody. She's just a regular-looking girl. She was in, like, a jumpsuit, like a like uh like nike sweats i was like oh that's like the the best female basketball uh, college girls basketball player just walking through um i guaranteed i would have fucking locked her up she was small as shit um yeah they got upset by nobody watches but they got upset by ohio state allegedly um and she's running off the court and definitely sold it she did a double twirl like she did a like yeah, and she's like the one that initiated the yeah, contact. Yeah, yeah, she's <laughs> definitely mad. You just got upset. You're you're running, and then you see this fucking nerd running in in your path. So you're like, God damn it! She took out a little aggression, but then midway, she's like, Oh shit, I can't do that. Like they're gonna all. She's like, All right, I got a spin zone, double spin zone. And I mean, dude, she did like a pirouette. She it was like she went across the middle and got hit by a linebacker. So. And immediately everybody was like, flop. <laughs> like everybody sniffed it out right away. You can't fool the internet. And she's like, at the post-game press conference, like, I could have really been injured. I was just trying to get off the court. That's why I was trying to run and get out of there quick. It's like, don't, don't fish for sympathy now. You know what you did. I would have owned it and been like, yeah, I fucking flopped. Like I, I tried to push her and I was like, I can't push her. So just go out and call a call a spade a spade. No, I thought that was interesting though. Um Let's see. All right. Oh, dude. Yeah. I did it again. <laughs> to what day were the games? Saturday? First. Yeah, Saturday. I did it again. Starbucks is doing a buy one, get one free past noon. Hmm. And I didn't know that. So I'm ordering a, a 30 ounce coffee. And, and Lindsay's like, you know, you get one free past noon. So I was like, okay. Whatever. So she ordered it online. I went to go pick it up. So I got two. Well, I drank both of them in less than two hours. And it was not good. I did like that March Madness thing where I drank. I don't know how much I drank that day. But I didn't feel that as bad as that day. But my heart was like going fucking crazy. <laughs> I was wired. And when you look up, like you're supposed to have like 400, what is it, milligrams? Of caffeine throughout the day. That's like the max by the FDA, which they're gonna lowball it a little bit. But the one at Starbucks, it's like three fifty. So I had two of them. So I had mm -hmm. seven hundred. So I was like in like two hours too. So like back to back because I was drinking it. The Ravens were winning, and then 
I just slammed the other one too. I was like, oh, big mistake. Big mistake. <laughs> I was I was literally on the computer and I looked at the clock. I was like, oh, it's three in the morning. I didn't even like, I like zoned out and then checked yeah. back and I'm like, oh, it's three. I wasn't tired at all. But my heart was going through the roof. I was like, I was struggling for sure. It was way too much. I didn't know that you can like drink too much. Yeah. Did you know that? Um, well, you claim you drink a ton of caffeine. Yeah. How? I don't ever have any. Yeah, but how much? Like a thousand milligrams a day. I don't. I don't buy it. Now pre-workout has three hundred in it. Yeah, but okay. So what else are you drinking? Uh, like two energy drinks that have like three hundred in them as well. And you drink them, yeah, but throughout the whole day though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I drank seven hundred in less than two hours. How much did your pre-workout have? Three hundred. Okay. So you're probably staggering these throughout the day. Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll drink my pre-workout right before I work out. And then when I get to work, I'll drink another 300. Before you work out in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot. How do you, I don't understand. How do you not feel bad? You just do it. Yeah, I don't know. I guess, Some but people, no, they do say though, like if you work out though, you kind of like, one of the things like they say, if you drink too much caffeine is like, go for a walk. Like go, go kind of work, mm-hmm. literally work it out. So, I mean, that makes sense. I was doing nothing. Yeah. I was sitting in front of the fucking TV doing nothing and pounded fucking two 30 ounce coffees. I mean, I definitely, it wasn't as bad as that, that March madness time. I like, I tried to make myself throw up that day. Like, remember we went to sticks. Yeah. We went and ate at sticks. Cause I, uh, March madness is my favorite time of the year. So I filled up, I don't even know what, like a 64 ounce. It might even been bigger. It was a giant <laughs> thermos. I filled it to the top unintentionally and didn't have room for the, like the cream. So I drank a ton of it to make room for the cream, then put it in, put more coffee back in. So I drank like a quarter of it right off the bat and then filled it back up, drank the whole thing. We go to sticks losing every fucking bet I had that day. And I was like, I was like, I got to go home. Like, I don't feel good. I remember. And I, I had like, I didn't eat sticks for the longest time because I tried. I was like, I have to make myself throw up or something. Mm-hmm. Something's wrong. And couldn't do it. And just had like the worst old barbecue taste in my mouth. It was it was a terrible day. And like you, f- I don't know, dude. I felt like I had like the flu almost. I don't know how much I drank that day, but it was a lot. It, it was a lot. In like the span of literally an hour. Um. But yeah, they, Starbucks should put a disclaimer on the buy one, get one free. Why are we giving out free 30 ounce? I mean, I guess it's intended to like here, give one to somebody else. Yeah. Both of y'all go. Um, but yeah, so that was tough. So, all right, we'll get into the recap. Again, hit the subscribe button. Game one. The AFC divisional round, Texans and Ravens. I was on the Ravens minus nine. You were on the under 44 and a half. And then you were on the first half Texans plus five and a half triple winner. So we started off really, really well. You had to feel pretty fortunate because I don't even know his name. Punt returns, Steven Sims. And they like never give up punt returns. Yeah. That's like Harbaugh's calling card. Mine was lucky for sure. Cause their defense is playing good. I mean, a win's a win, but I was, I was thinking about it in, like, when I bet the Ravens, I felt like they could give C.J. Stroud trouble. 
I'm not. I wasn't so much of betting the Ravens. Like I think that they're going to light up the scoreboard. I figured they would score, but it was more of a bet. Like I think we're going to see C.J. Stroud struggle a little bit against a much better Ravens defense than what. Well, the Browns are good defense. Don't get me wrong, but going on the road and all of that. Um, I took. Um, I didn't take home field serious enough. Oh, it plays a they, huge they, role because they had so many false starts. Loud, and they yeah. were struggling. It showed um, on the offensive line, big time. Yeah, no, they had multiple. I think it was like seven pre-snap penalties. Yeah, and it is. It does play a huge role because, obviously, the. I mean, just fucking literally trying to tell everybody else to play in the huddle, like in the dome, and it's heyday. Well, I think even more important is trying to get in a rhythm. Yeah. You do get a couple of plays, and then you have two penalties back-to-back. It completely ruins drives. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you, you, know? you pick up you pick up five yards on first down, and you're you're well you're ahead of schedule. Yeah. And you're you're on pace to move the chains there. False start now in second and ten. It's like you gain nothing. So, right. I mean, and I mean, they were having, they had, mul- they had two in a row at one point where it was mm-hmm. like, okay, just punt it at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it was Texans didn't score an offensive touchdown. This is not people. I don't know. Do people on the internet are so ridiculous where they're like, maybe CJ Stroud's not that good. It's like, no, maybe CJ Stroud's a no, fucking rookie. Maybe Baltimore's defense is just that. good. Yeah. Maybe CJ Stroud's a rookie and he's on the road in the playoffs after he already beat the Browns. Now you're on the road playing the outright number one seed in the NFL. Right. CJ Stroud's very good. He's going to be very good for a long, long time. Here, I, I I got a question for for both. Well, I think I already know your answer, but I got a question for you. Would you take at this very moment CJ Stroud or Patrick Mahomes? Patrick Mahomes. Would you really? Yeah. CJ Stroud on the rookie deal. You paying Patrick Mahomes a billion dollars? No, you're gonna pay. They're gonna pay CJ Stroud, but yeah. You wouldn't even like bat an eye at it. No, <laughs> dude. I don't know. CJ Stroud's fucking good. That's crazy. You get him for you get him for five years on a rookie deal. Yeah, I wouldn't. Yeah, I don't know. You're saying it like it's no argument at all. Like the yeah, I wouldn't. Who would you take? As far as if you're starting a franchise right now, starting a franchise, Mahomes. Right now, I do. I. Truly do believe Stroud can get there to where Mahomes is. You told me the other day you said you thought Stroud was elite currently. Yeah, I know. Amongst the quarterbacks in the NFL, yeah, I think he's elite. But Top what? Top five. <laughs> if you think he's top five. Well, because I think Mahomes is proven number one every single year. He, he, uh, yeah, he unquestionably is, but you're paying him a billion dollars. Yeah, you're paying him a shit ton. That's for sure. So you're getting another. That's why I'm not a GM though, because I I suck at the in and outs with the money and the. Well, I'm like if he gets hurt, you're still on the hook for. That's why I'm not a GM. I don't have the experience, obviously. Yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, if Mahomes if Mahomes gets hurt, you're still on the hook for the a hole. fuckload of money. Mm-hmm. Like when you take into account the like, yes, I'm not saying CJ Stroud is better than Patrick Mahomes. But when you take in the contract situation, they're getting him for a fucking a bargain for how for what he's delivered already in the first year, a playoff win when you picked second in the draft. I mean, I don't know. Mahomes is undoubtedly, without question, the best quarterback in football, probably the best quarterback of all time. Like, I understand what Tom Brady's done and this and that, and it's still early. 
but just overall ability. Yeah, no, it's not a it's not a Mahomes isn't that good, but CJ Stroud's pretty fucking good too, and you get the rookie deal. So it's kind of like Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow came in his first season went to like I would take I mean, I'm biased, so I would probably take Joe Burrow over Patrick Mahomes <laughs> just cuz I like him more, but um like how much of a drop off do you feel like it is from Mahomes to Burrow? Um not that big. Okay. I, and I'm not saying it's the same drop-off to Stroud. It's a more of a drop-off. But when you take into account that you're paying him a half a billion dollars, like... Yeah, but I don't think that that's, like, that big of a problem when, like, you have that guy. He's going to end up being the best ever. Yeah, but also, too, they're kind of And paid. he's got plenty of years left. But look at, like, their cap situation and all that. That's why they don't really have that many weapons around him. Not top-tier weapons, at least. He he, Mahomes does the thing where he makes people look better than they are, like Drew did for a long time. He threw to Devery Henderson. He threw to Robert Meacham, Lance Moore. So the good quarterbacks do that, like Tom Brady throwing to Wes Welker, Julian Edelman. Uh, he had, I understand he had Randy Moss that one year, but Deion Branch, who was pretty good, like, but so the best the best quarterbacks make the wide receivers look better than they are. But you have way more room to navigate the cap with the Texans because you have the quarterback. That's why the rookies taking the rookie in the first round, getting the extra year. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, they're going to have to pay Mahomes again soon. Or didn't know. They already extended him, didn't they? I thought his contract was for like 10 years. No, I know. But didn't they extend him because everybody else like he set the market so you always pay the price when you set the market mm-hmm. you get screwed he set the market so then now everybody else comes in above him he was like the sixth highest paid quarterback let me see like they're going to okay in 2020 Mahomes agreed to a 10 year 450 million dollar extension with the Chiefs that put him under contract through 2031 all it's going to take is like who's next in line to be paid Lamar got paid right yeah. So Lamar, Burrow, Herbert, Hertz, did he get paid? No, not yet. All it's going to take is for somebody else to come and become the new highest paid quarterback where they're going to be he if if I'm Mahomes I don't I'm, know, Hertz. I think Hertz got a deal. Let me see. Cuz he was same draft class. As yeah, he did. 5 year, 255 million. That's that's what you got to pay your quarterback, 50 million a year at least. Yeah. Well, I remember when Drew was getting $50 million a year. It was like around it, something crazy like that. But that was like before, and everybody was like, why doesn't he take a pay cut? Like, I don't know. I feel like if you're Mahomes, let's put it this way. If they go win the Super Bowl this year, you go walk in and you'd be like, we're going to need to work out something else here. Like, I think he's what, the fifth highest paid quarterback? Maybe even worse. I mean, he's got an argument to say, I want more money. So... I don't know. I think it's, it's, I think there's people out there that would say they'll take Stroud just from the standpoint of trying to build around him and try to build up the whole team. Cause I think, like I said, I mean, you do see it. Mahomes is good enough, obviously, to beat the Dolphins, to beat the uh, Bills. And then we'll see what happens this week with the Ravens with aging. Talent and Travis Kelsey and subpar talent on the outside. I mean, Scott, uh, fucking Rasheed Rice is their best receiver. Mm-hmm. And he's a rookie. So, but yeah, anyway, Ravens win 34 to 10. Uh, it was definitely a tale of two halves. Uh, it was 10 10 at half. And then, I mean, when you don't score an offensive touchdown, it's going to be tough to uh, hang in the game. A 17 point fourth quarter from the Ravens, though. 
Uh, second game was the Packers and the Niners. We were you did your double team total over. I was on the Niners minus nine and a half. What were you on, Joseph Niners? Yeah. Brock Purdy cannot cannot <clears throat> play in the fucking rain. Yeah. What was that? Um, I think it goes back earlier to the year with them when they're not without Debo, they kind of struggle. Yes. And then well, they lost that game against the Browns in the rain, too. Yeah. He can't play in the rain. I don't understand it. And he started with the glove, and then he took the glove off. Like, how do you not know what yeah, you Yeah, whenever want? you're starting to switch, you got issues. Yeah, but how do you not know? How do you not know? Like, when it rains, I play with a glove. Mm-hmm. When it doesn't rain, I'm, I'm no glove. Like, how are you going out there with a the glove and then going like, ah, fuck, I can't grip the ball? You should know that. Uh, he didn't look good at all. I'll give him credit. He went down and and had the game-winning drive when he needed to have it. But if the Packers can catch, he throws a pick six in this one. They're not even in the position that they're in. I mean, what were you – do you think – is it hit the panic button on the Niners? I don't think so. So what do you think it was? Just a – Bad game, yeah. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, pretty much the same. I don't think it's panic button. I still think Purdy's good, but like Nick said, I just think it's a bad game. I think if you have – essentially Jordan loves a rookie. It's his first full full season. It's like Mahomes. Uh, he, he did that one year under Alex Smith, and then he came in first full season and, and obviously won the Super Bowl. But if you have an experienced quarterback, the Packers win this game. Love imploded down the stretch. A, a zero points in the fourth quarter. Imploded down the stretch, though. That that last interception was so bad, right when he threw it, too. Yeah. I mean, obviously, me and Joseph are on the Niners minus nine and a half, and Dre Greenlaw was like, fuck <laughs> this. Dude, everybody in the stadium was like, go down, go down. His, his teammates were, like, in front of him, like, getting in his fucking way. But he intercepted one earlier in the game. Yeah, he had two. And he was running backwards and shit, like, when he didn't even need to. He's revert. I'm like, go. And then he's like reversing field. No, they was like unimpeded. He's like, ah, fuck it. Turned around, went back the other way. So when he got the ball, he was like, I'm trying to fucking do something. That's why I say he's probably, he's got a family member or a cousin. He's got a cousin, somebody who had probably the over and the spread. And he's like, I got to fucking, I got to put on. Um, I wish he would have took it to the house, but it would have cost you. No, no, that would have hit it for you. That would have hit your team total over for the Niners. Yeah. So we all needed that. I respected the effort, though. That's what I said. I texted. I was like, he tried to. He was. He had fucking six on his mind. So he was not about to go down. And it would. He would have needed to break like seventeen tackles. And and by the time he reversed field, he would have ran like three hundred and fifty yards. So I never would have happened. But I respect that he gave it a good shot. Niners dodge a bullet. Um. 24 to 21 win. Uh, the Carlson kid, who's the other car, there's like a whole line of Carlson's. Mm-hmm. I don't, they're like the Mannings of the kickers. Um, he fucking sucks. When your head coach is saying, I pray to God when he goes out there, that does not instill confidence at all. And for them to like get it to the, like he told the broadcast guys, mm-hmm. like for them to know that. So he doesn't give a shit. He's like, yeah, I just hope. I really do. He's like, me, it, 
basically he and the kicker are hoping the same. Um, but yeah, so the Niners squeak on by. So we go to Sunday, uh, the Bucks and the Lions. This one was frustrating because we were both on the Bucks plus six and a half. What were you on? Over. Over. Did uh, it hit? Yeah. Okay. This one came down to a two point conversion. And I haven't had no little to no luck on two point conversions this year. I really haven't. There was one that I can remember where I needed them to not get it and they didn't get it. But outside of that, I'm like one out of 10 on I either need them to get it or not get the two-point conversion. It has not gone my way. So that is um, disappointing. But I was texting you. I was like, maybe they go for two, depending on how they feel about analytics, because we were down we were down multiple scores. Um so that's the big question that's going around. If you're the Buccaneers, do you go for two? Not obviously we had plus six and a half, so we wanted them to go for two. But if you had no bias, do you go for two in that situation? I don't know. Well, what do you mean? The analytics say to do it. What do you do though? I don't know how much the analytics are factoring in what happens if you don't get it. Well, I think they're fat. What do you mean? If you don't get it. Because, like, the whole argument is that if you kick two, like, you're down 14, if you score two touchdowns, kick two extra points, you go to overtime, you have a 50% chance to win. If you go for two and get it, you still have a 50% chance to win, but you have another path to victory, a clear path to victory in regulation. But I don't know where the... The chance of failure. Well, I think they break it down. Factored into that. I mean, what would you do? Would you kick it or would you go for two? Kick it. I'd go for two. I, it makes sense to me. Everybody's kind of freaking out over it, and and hindsight's always twenty twenty. Though you can't. I'm not saying you like Twitter can't be like, oh, I'd kick it because they didn't get it. I said it as I was watching the game. I would. The 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 logic behind it is at least from what I gathered. But, I mean, it makes sense when you think about it. You're two yards out. You should be able to convert a two-yard play. If you have two opportunities, you should be able to get it at least once. I think they said they convert. The two-point conversion is converted throughout the NFL 55% of the time. That's what I saw at So least. why doesn't everyone go for two every time? A lot of people do. Remember, Mike Tomlin was fucking doing it every time for a while. Um, Because that would make sense analytically. And I think they said... Yeah, but they so they said it's like a 97% chance that you're going to make the extra point. Then when you do that twice, they were somebody went deep into the analytics of it. Like you take a chance on the extra point two times at 97%, uh, blah blah blah. The point is, are you trying to you're still at the mercy of the coin toss in the NFL which or in overtime, which in the playoffs now with the new rule, I think both would get an opportunity. Um but so you go for two. If you don't get it, you can. St- it's still a one possession game with another two point conversion. So you would expect that you have your two point play call that you're gonna get it. And if you don't, then you'll get it the next one. Hopefully, obviously that's the that's the question. But I would feel good about your chances of getting it on two tries, especially if you're the Chiefs. Odds are you feel like you're gonna get it right. So if you give Mahomes two tries to convert the two point conversion. You would, would you say, I would feel like it's more than a 55% chance that he's going to get it. Would you agree? Yeah. 
So it's just you, which is a little different in the play, in the postseason. If both sides are going to get an opportunity to possess the ball from that Chiefs and Bills game from a while back, the rule change. But if you take that out of the equation, then you're at the mercy of the coin toss. So you got to make the kicks. You got to score the touchdowns, but you got to make the kicks, and then you got to win the coin toss to give yourself no chance of like get, to give yourself a chance to win, basically. Um, I mean, I don't know. It makes sense to me. I I thought that they were going to do it before they even scored. That's why I said, if, depending on how they view analytics, maybe they'll go for two. I wasn't shocked whenever, whenever they did line up to do it. I don't know. I I, I think you. I mean, it's exactly that. If you, if they if it's a fifty five percent chance to get it, then you can give yourself a chance to okay. Now the extra points for the win if we score on the way back. So yeah. you would lean towards kick it. I don't know. How do you not know? Like, how do you have no opinion on it? What would you do <laughs> if you're the head coach? I would probably kick. Really? Yeah. Even if you have Mahomes at quarterback. That's crazy. No, not, well. Like, Tomlin ain't going for two anymore because he's got fucking Mason Rudolph. So he's kicking it. But if you have a guy back there, you got to feel pretty good. Yeah. Especially for like Andy Reid, who dials up all those underneath fucking pitches and reverses, and you got to feel pretty good about being able to go into your bag of tricks and and convert it. And you only got to do it once. So I don't know. I lean towards good, do it. Like especially in the playoffs, I if you you should be able to convert from two yards out. You should, especially if you're one of the top offenses or the best quarterback in football. I think the circumstances are there. Granted, Baker Mayfield is not that. I understand. So uh, you could take that argument and twist it around. But honestly, it was kind of there, too. If Mike Evans would have, like, worked back, they at least probably get the penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I would lean towards. It's just, do you want to be safe or do you want to be a little, do you want to be a little more aggressive? But that's not like anything new, though. They've been doing that all year. Yeah, a lot of like the majority of teams have been doing that. It's definitely a younger. It's a lot of the younger OCs that are calling plays that are that are doing it than if it were like, I don't know, whoever, some older fucking guy calling plays. But um, I don't know. Makes sense to me. So um, and then the final game. Okay, so wait, I'm sorry. Uh, we we were both on the over 48 and a half. We needed that final touchdown. Thank you, Mike Evans. Uh, it was a pretty good ball too, but it was a great catch. And then we were on Bucks plus six and a half. If they get that two point conversion, then uh, then it would have been a really good week. It would have been a four and one for you. Uh, it would have been three and two for me. And then you would have been four and one as well. Or would you go? You went three and one. Yeah. Oh no, you weren't on the Lions. Was, you were but yeah, the I wasn't okay. on the Bucks. All right, and then the final game of the night: the Chiefs and the Bills. So we were on opposite sides. Um, it was everybody's lock. I don't know. It I mean, I'll start with this. The the Bills shouldn't have had a chance due to their own their own doing. I that fake punt. Yeah, that was was fucking <laughs> horrific. I almost like got sick. I'm not even kidding. Um cuz I I had I had I don't know. I had double on this game than the other games cuz it was my lock. But why are we why are we f- doing a fake punt to DeMar Hamlin? 
That Why? Would've, that would have solidified. Also, too. That comeback player of the year. They're trying to solidify yeah. that shit. <laughs> also, too. Why are we putting him in motion four times? He yeah. went one side, the other side, this side. Like, why don't you just say it's coming to me? Right when he did it, I was like, what are they doing? I was like, don't fucking tell me that they're about to. Dude, he didn't even get close. I would rather you just line up and go for it. And, and again, hindsight's twenty twenty. You catch them off. Apparently, they only had 10 guys on the field or something. I don't know how that's possible. That was the dumbest play call ever. That made me really genuinely question McDermott and if he's capable of these moments. And then you get a prayer. A prayer. When it happened live, I was like, no fucking way. McCole Hardman, I don't even know what it was. A pass, an end around, I don't fucking know. But he's running to the left side. Stretches, reaches out for the end zone. And the ball gets knocked out by Poyer. And it's like a, a millisecond away from him being down. Ball goes out the back of the end zone, and the Bills get an absolute prayer answered. And when that happened, that's when I was like, okay, maybe. Like, maybe it's just that you typically, if you're a good team and you're getting those type of bounces too, like good things will happen. I don't know. What, uh, what, were, your, what were your takeaways, I guess? What were your main takeaways? Yeah, I thought it was a close game. I mean, you had the other fumble too that – was nearly recovered by the Chiefs. Yeah, another prayer answer. Yeah. Um, no, yeah, when that happened too, that's what I was like, it's got to be. Yeah. you got to capitalize. I was like, you don't get this many prayers answered and not take advantage. You have to. There was a point in time where they were just running it down their throat. Mm-hmm. Like, there was a point in time in that first half where I was like, oh, okay. Like, I'd be lying if I said I wasn't feeling good. Because I was like, they can't stop them. They're running it straight up the interior. They're bully balling their way down the field, but then they stalled out in the red zone. So, or it was that one drive. They marched all the way down, and then Allen threw the, the little comeback to Shakir in the in the corner. You remember? Yeah. It was like a great throw, great catch. And that just felt like that was a, a pretty sustainable way. To, to not necessarily the throw, but to get down the field and get in a field goal range because they could not stop them in the beginning. And then the Bills just kind of went away from it. I guess maybe they started loading the box more, but it felt like they just went away from it and just started passing altogether. And then they tried to go back to it and had no success yeah. running. So credit to the Chiefs for adjusting. But the problem was, too, that the Bills couldn't stop the run. Yeah. Specifically, dude, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire was like jump-starting multiple drives, like 20-plus yard runs. I felt like, I don't know, like I said, I felt like the Bills had every possible bounce pretty much. I do think it was hilarious because that fucking defensive pass interference was horse shit. That's why I texted in the group chat all the the laughing faces because they're literally like, the ball's got to be out of his hand for it to be pass interference. Yeah, yeah. And then they show the back view. The ball is not out of his hand at all. And even Romo, who who sucks Mahomes, Mahomes off every chance he gets, was like, ah. Oh, I like, don't know, Jim. Yeah, basically he's like, uh, it's clearly still in his hand. And they talked about it for a minute, too. So there's always, there's every game, there's every game, there's some fucking horse shit. But it didn't matter because they ended up stopping him again. And they, get, they got the ball back. Um... What? what, dude? That throw was insane. Mm. Oh my goodness! The one Diggs dropped. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, a part of me enjoyed that though. After what he did to us, yeah. I mean, Diggs is—he talks a lot. He's overrated. Yeah. No, he's overrated. I mean, if Gabe Davis could have played, that would have been a big help. Um, But the Bills have more weapons than the Chiefs, so I guess here's where I'm at. Has has Josh Allen peaked? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think so too. I think as far as what. Like that's how far he's gonna get. You're saying, yeah, yeah, yeah. This is as long as Mahomes is in the league. This was the best opportunity. Yeah, but I mean, it's like Burrow. Burrow beats Mahomes the majority of the time he sees him. Burrow beat him to go to the Super Bowl. It took some some funny business the time before that too. Uh, last year, yeah, I, I was on the bill. I mean, I was on the uh, the Bengals. It took some funny business for the Chiefs to win that game. Late hit. But the stuff before that, too, there was a chance. When he converted, I think he converted the first down at T. Higgins. I was like, oh, my goodness, dude. They might they might go again. Like, the Bengals might go back to the Super Bowl. Um, and that year, Joe Burrow went on the road in Orchard Park and beat Josh Allen. You've, you've had the ability to play at home with your with your fans. At what At what point do you win a fucking football game? I think Josh Allen is who he is, and that's going to be second fiddle to a number of different quarterbacks in the AFC. I think he plays great, but when it's time to win the game, he's like Dak Prescott. When it's time to win the game, he doesn't win the game. Whether that be, I understand the time before when Mahomes went down in 13 seconds and they won the game, and Josh Allen played great. He actually plays really well the majority of the time he plays the Chiefs, but nobody cares if you lose. You have to win the game. I felt like that was Josh Allen's best chance. That was his best chance. You're getting the Chiefs on what appeared to be a down year. No real weapons. It's literally just Mahomes. They, I mean, would you agree that the Bills have better, better offensive weapons outside of the quarterback position? Yeah. I mean, when you got you got Knox and Kincaid, you've got uh, obviously Diggs. Gabe Davis is hurt, but Shakir looks really good in the postseason. You've got. I mean, call it even at running back if you want. At some point, it's like you gotta you gotta win, or else. I mean, what are you? You're Philip Rivers. Mm-hmm. He's Philip Rivers. Same number too. I don't see. Like, what do the Bills do? They just load it back up and try again. Yeah. And then you got to go through the Ravens, the Bengals, the Chiefs. If God forbid the Chargers figure it out, um, the Dolphins in their division. The AFC's loaded. Yeah. And it's like the Bills had to go on a on a Cinderella story run just to get here. So, like, they look like shit at the beginning of the year. Yeah. So, you think this is the best? Like, okay, does Josh Allen ever win a Super Bowl if you had to bet on it? Um, I think it's pretty hard for him to win. If you had to bet on it, yes or no? Um, I would say no. I, I would say no as well. You have to... As soon as it happened, me and Lindsay were watching. I, as soon as he calls Hut, I said, hit digs underneath, hit digs underneath, hit digs underneath. Said it fucking 20 times. I saw it wide open. Wide open. And he wants to fucking try to hit Shakir for the touchdown. Just take the underneath. I don't understand because they could have still tied it. You'd have been much closer. Who knows what Diggs does when he gets the ball? He definitely gets the first down. And then who knows? Maybe make somebody miss. 
Yeah, and on top of that, they would have um, been able to milk the clock. Yes. So in the event that they didn't score a touchdown, you would have been leaving Mahomes with far less time. Yes. Like, even if they did make the field goal at the end, there was still way no, too much No, that's what everybody was. Time. Everybody knew, like, okay, great, if y'all score, whatever. We've seen this. It's yeah. the same old song and dance. You left him 13 seconds, and he fucking went down and got in field goal range. I just don't understand. One, the kick had no chance. Fucking terrible kick. Yeah. Terrible kick. I just don't understand. You're just trying to do too much at that point. And he played well. This is not a knock on the game as a whole that Josh Allen played. He played well enough to put his team in a position late down the stretch. But then it's like, okay, now it's time to not try to do too much. Just get the ball to your fucking playmakers. The first throw had a chance. Shakir was there, but he underthrew it because he was under duress, whatever you want to call it. Second throw, no chance. Nobody was even there. It was a stupid play. I'd rather you tuck and run at that point and make it a little bit closer of a field goal so he would have missed it by fucking 17 yards instead of 20. I I think Josh Allen is who he is. He's going to be second fiddle, maybe third, even fourth fiddle with the other quarterbacks in the AFC. I don't think he's that good. I think he's... I gotta, I gotta preface or, or, or catch myself. I guess I do think he's good. I just don't think he's elite. I don't think he's a winner. He's not good enough. Whether it be circumstance, whether it be competition, I don't know. He's not good enough to go win you the game. We've seen it multiple times. So I was also frustrated because, I mean, I mean, the kick had no chance. It's like, what would you rather? Would you rather that kick or would you rather a doink? Or yeah. it's like a miss is a miss. But right off the foot, I was like. It's just, it it just sucks. But it's like, what would you rather? Would you rather, I mean, it's same thing. Either one's a bad outcome, but would you rather the, the kick go in and you at least have a chance to stop Mahomes and he goes and scores or just miss the kick? I'm like, all right, fuck it. Let's <laughs> yeah, get out of here. I don't know. <laughs> I think I mean, they were screwed either way at that point. Yeah. I just, I don't know. That's why I go back and forth because it's like they shouldn't have, they shouldn't have been in the position to even, to even either tie or take the lead down the stretch. They really shouldn't have with the with the fumble out the back of the end zone after that horrific fucking fake punt. The the fumble, I couldn't believe he fumbled right there. And it's like that shows you all you need to know. Just trying to do too much. Trying to run when you don't have to run and then you fumble in all spots. He's so lucky that that didn't Now that the blame can go on Bass. If he fumbles that and the dude recovers it, which he should have just fell on the ball. Yeah. And you don't even get a chance. Game over. You fumbled the game away. And everybody's talking about Josh Allen trying to do too much. So, I don't know. But Chiefs are uh, two-point underdogs. They win the game by three. Um, so, I go two and three. Brings me to 53-52. 53 and 52. Nine and 11 in my locks of the week. You go three and two. Brings you to 45-31 and one. 13 and seven in your locks of the week. That is... 60%? What? You what do you mean? Um yeah, it's probably kind of <laughs> close. It it's probably yeah. Maybe just under. And then yeah, Joseph it's over 60. Over? Yeah. You sure about that? Um No. Calculate. <laughs> I don't think it's over. I don't know, it could be. 45 and 30 would be 60. So I'm like 58% probably. Yeah, in between, probably. Um, all right, and you went three and one? Mm-hmm. 
Brings me to 38 and 47, and then uh, 7 and 13 in my locks. Safety best NFL week for last, huh? Yeah, I was hoping I'd go 4 0, but the Niners freaking the rain, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you were hoping you would go 4 0. I, I was hoping just, the Buccaneers um, would have covered. I might just have a bunch of plays and try to get back to 500. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Nine plays in two games. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we look ahead. The conference championship weekend. Time to find out who's going to the Super Bowl. We started off with the Chiefs and the Ravens. I think it's obvious who I want to win. I wish this was a second one. Yeah. I wish this was the later one. It should be, definitely. Yeah, I don't get it. But it's because it's on the East Coast. Oh, yeah. yeah that's true. Um, I forgot about that. Baltimore, three and a half point favorites. The total sits at 44 and a half. There was a three that got bought up in an instant. There was a three for a very short amount of time. People pounced on it and it immediately got bet up to three and a half. Which way are you going? Yeah, this was doing what um, the line last week did. Was Real doing. quick, are we doing, we're making one of these picks our locks, right? Yep. Okay. Where it was like a minus 120 on one side even money on the other side, but it kind of settled in a little bit. I think you can get um, minus 110 either way you want. Um, Yeah, you have two top six defenses against the pass. Um, Against the run, both of the defenses are kind of middle of the pack. Both offenses, I think, are going to be able to run here, especially Baltimore. Um. But then the scoring defenses, the first and second ranked scoring defenses in the league, you got to expect points to be kind of hard to come by in this one, maybe. Um, I just think the style of the game, maybe three and a half is too much. I don't know if the Chiefs win, but I think I think the most likely path to victory is Baltimore winning by a field goal here. So um, I'm going to go, I'm going to take the Chiefs plus the points. Mm-hmm. So you want the Chiefs to win. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm not on a side. I'm on the total. I I mean, for... I mean, we can talk about it, but uh, for obvious reasons, like, I want the Ravens to win by 100. By 100. Um, Maybe not that much, but... I mean, where do you feel like the edge is, if there is one? Who has the edge and what what cat and which? I mean, I know you said you think both teams are going to be able to run. Who do you think if you had to yeah, pick a I team? Yeah, I think Baltimore for sure is going to be able to establish the run. The question is going to be is what happens if they have to pass against the Chiefs, and then yeah. if they have to pass a score in the red zone, you know? Yeah, yeah, I think that's where it's going to get dicey because both red zone defenses are yeah. fucking great, uh, and you saw that with. I mean, it took a. The pass from Josh Allen to Shakir was a fucking yeah. improv and a great throw, great catch, like very little room for error on a play like that. That's not sustainable. Um, I think, yeah, if I had to pick a team that's going to have more success running the ball, I think it's the Ravens. I think they have obviously the – Dalvin Cook could could play a, a, a pretty big role. Not not play a big role like he's going to have a great game, but it's just added depth. It's yeah. added – it's another workhorse running back that you can throw in there to – move the chains or whatever, but you have him, you've got Gus Edwards, who he was banged up, right? I think they said Gus Edwards was banged up. But anyway, him, Gus Edwards, you've got uh, Hill, who's kind of a change yeah. of pace. I really wish Keaton Mitchell would have never got hurt, but Dalvin Cook probably wouldn't be on the team if if he was still healthy. 
Um, the questions are, is Mark Andrews coming back? I would imagine he is. He was a full participant all last week. Uh, I'm sure it was one of those, like, they were they were a pretty heavy favorite in the game. They probably felt good about their chances, obviously. So it's going to hold them out, give them an extra week to, to uh, kind of recover. And then this is obviously the most important game of the season. One of the big things is Willie Gay. Yeah. Is he coming back? I can't see anything. It just says he's questionable. He's the one, He hurt his neck, I think. Mm-hmm. That ain't good. That's big because he was the spy for Josh Allen. That's what they were saying on the broadcast. Like, which one? Willie Gay's really good, as is. But they were saying that was their game plan. He was going to spy Josh Allen. Josh Allen had some success running the football. Yeah. He's probably going to be the spy for Lamar Jackson if he's in the game. Another one is Edwards. He got hurt, too, with also a head injury. I don't know if he'll be back. If it's just a concussion, I'm sure he'll go. I think I think the Bills, when they did stop the run, it was very difficult for Mahomes to pass, I felt like. Late in that second half, I think they forced like back-to-back three and outs and maybe even maybe even another one where it was in there was – when they started getting some momentum, Von Miller hawked Mahomes down on one. There was another one at the top of the screen where he had just had nowhere to go, and he's running, and, and he's making things happen because he's Mahomes, but literally nobody was there. It was coverage sacks um, or whatever. He scrambled for a gain of one or two. I think that we could see some of that. If you can stop Pacheco, not, I'm not really worried about Clyde. I think that the Ravens have a better run defense than the Bills. I think the Bills' defense is banged up, and I didn't put enough – stock into it when taking the game I, I i it was more of a home field advantage and, and i mean josh allen it's like jesus christ you got to win one of these days um i think jadavion Clowney's played really well for the ravens i think his ability to set the edge is is very important but the linebacker duo of patrick queen and roquan smith stop the run and then Marlon Humphrey should be back. You've got obviously so it's like who's gonna who's gonna match up with Kelsey? Is Marcus Williams gonna match up with Kelsey? Is I understand he's free safety, not the strong safety. So I think they just have a lot of different options of things that they can do. If I had to lean the spread, I would lean Baltimore. I'm not going I'm going to just take a side, but I do think that. Like, Mahomes is going to have to have a heroic game, which he's clearly capable of doing, and he does time and time again. But I think that Baltimore can do a better job of taking away the few weapons that they do have. Didn't Rasheed Rice get banged up too? Um, I'm not sure. I think he I think he did. I think he might have came back in. But do you know, Joseph? No. I know they in, can't use uh, Hardman. Hardman's in it. Uh, I would cut Hardman. <laughs> yeah, dude, that was bad. He fumbled twice. Yes. Yeah. I um, can't believe when he was running with the ball, I was like, God damn, why did he give it to Hardman? So apparently he had a he had a hamstring injury coming in. He did go out in the game, but he came back. Um, yeah, he was in there at the end. Okay. All right, what side would you would you lean? Me? Yeah. That's my lot. Okay. All righty. Y'all um, aren't on a total? I'm on a total. The total's my lock. Um, What side would you lean total? Um, What is it right now? 44 and a half. 
I don't know. Um, that's why I said maybe you think points would be hard to come by because I'm kind of, I don't know. If it came down a little bit, I would lean over. Yeah, I um, I do. There still has Lamar still has to answer questions too. That's another thing to consider. He threw a ball that was not a good ball down in the red zone against Houston, that probably should have been intercepted by Petrie. And then they turned right back around. I think he threw a. It was the one to Likely, and Likely said throw it over the top, and and. Lamar's going to have to answer some questions. I think if you get Mark Andrews back, it's a huge... There's just more guys on Baltimore. There's more guys. It, it literally, in my opinion, it comes down to Mahomes and Lamar Jackson. Can Lamar Jackson prove that he can... You already know that Mahomes is not going to go out and lose you the game. you got to beat him. He's not going to come out and fuck up and throw three interceptions and give the game away. So... I think that they have the defensive ability to scheme to scheme against him. Like like I'm not hedging the bet. So I think that doesn't mean I'm not worried because <laughs> they could definitely lose this game, obviously. But if I was really like if I felt super confident about the Chiefs, I would hedge the bet. But it's not even re- I mean it's not even a guarantee, so Yeah, it's like this high 44 and a half I'd I wouldn't play it, but like if it got to forty three and a half, I would lean over. But I could definitely see it where like team, both of the teams struggle in the red zone, and then it's kind of coming down to the two good kickers, you know? Yeah. Like if they have to settle for field goals rather than touchdowns. Yeah. On extended drives, and but it's like twenty four, twenty one. That's forty five. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, no, okay. I mean, I'll just get, I'll just say it. My lock's the under. I'm on the under, 44 and a half. I, <coughs> I lean towards, clearly, the Ravens having a, a, a more a more obvious path to success. And if that's going to be the case, I think that they're more capable of what we saw Buffalo doing with grinding them out mm-hmm. on those drives. That's what Baltimore wants to do. They want to grind you out and, and, I mean, you can throw in a, a couple fucking Lamar quarterback option um, or, or read option, whatever. But I think that they'll be, they'll be a little more capable of sustaining those drives on the ground and not necessarily going away from it. Cause that's more of their style of play is the, the smash mouth football. And, and I think Lamar has been kind of, hesitant to run like in the early years of his career he fucking took off every time there's times where i'm like yelling at him to fucking go um i don't know i i i mean 44 uh, i don't know yeah the on the i'm on the under 44 and a half i think um i don't know i just want the ravens to win (laughs) I just want the Ravens to win so bad. I really do. Because it would be really nice to uh, at least have a hedge opportunity. Okay, let's play a hypothetical. Ravens and Niners in the Super Bowl. What would you set the line? Um, That's a tough one. Two points in favor of the Niners. Really? If, if everyone's healthy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I... I 
Dude, I don't know. I could see it like when's the last time there's been a pick in the Super Bowl? Um, I don't know. I mean, that's a tough question to fucking to ask. But well, they played not that long ago. And the Ravens beat the dog shit out of them. Where was that played? Um, was it in San Fran? Let me see. I'll tell you. It was in San Fran. 33 to 19. Purdy threw four interceptions. <laughs> and what was the spread that game? Um, six and a half points in favor of the Niners. Yeah. So by that logic, it would be. It would have been like a three, three and a half yeah. point spread on neutral. I mean, they beat them. So I think a lot of people think the Ravens are better than, than everyone else thought. Yeah. So probably be a little less, maybe one, two point game. Yeah. Um. Yeah, you can just say what you're taking, Joseph. I'm gonna take the Ravens. Okay. Yeah. Um. Pretty much what you talked about. I really like the linebacking core with, with Queen and uh Roquan Roquan Smith. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get Marlon Humphrey back probably. Um. And like you said, I mean, look, I know Mahomes can. He can make plays the whole entire game. We understand that, but I just, I think at home that defense they they really impressed me. I know the Chiefs are probably going to be more disciplined than the Texans were offensively, but I think when it comes down to it, you're going to have those stops that Baltimore makes rather than than what I see Kansas City making down the stretch. Yeah. I mean, it's going to come down the the turnover battle and red zone execution, which the majority of games do, I understand. But if Lamar doesn't throw a pick in this game, they should be fine. They, they, I, I, I do think that they're going to have more success on the ground. I think that they can do. I mean, similar to what Buffalo did. Buffalo just, I don't know. The Chiefs, I guess, just start. They must have just started loading the box. I didn't pay as close enough attention as maybe I should have, but I did feel like Buffalo went away from the run. Um, so maybe that was because of adjustments from the Chiefs, but there were still opportunities for Buffalo. Like, obviously, the digs catch. Uh, yeah. Like, that should have been caught. It, it, he did underthrow it a little bit. I understand it's a fucking 70-yard pass. But Diggs did have to slow down and allow the DB to come close the gap just a little bit. But regardless, it still should have been caught. Um, I think the Chiefs are definitely going to have, have to establish the run this game. The Chiefs yeah. had a lot of explosive plays against Buffalo, too. Yeah. But, like, you look at the time of possession... Buffalo dominate time of possession. It's yeah. like if the Ravens can do something similar to that and limit the Chiefs' possessions. Which I think they'll be able to. I think that they'll be more likely. They're, they're more capable of doing that than Buffalo is, in my opinion. Just when you add in Lamar's ability to use his legs, but the three-headed monster of backs, Hill looked good. Mm-hmm. He looked good. A, a decent change of pace. What's an explosive play, 20 or 25? 20. Yeah. They had I, like, dude, I'd say a good amount of them came on runs. Pacheco had like two of them. I know Clyde, Clyde had, Clyde had one or two. Well, yeah. I thought the Chiefs should have ran it more, but yeah, they definitely should. They averaged 6.1 yards per carry, only ran it 24 times. Yeah. That kind of goes into my picking Baltimore as well. As I was impressed with their run defense last week. I think Singletary had eight carries for six yards through three quarters. Like, they didn't even let them get a, a glimpse of hope in the run game. Yeah, I felt like Singletary kind of was um, overachieving a little bit. I don't think well, he's yeah. that spectacular, but but he, he had been playing solid. He had been playing well. Um, 
who did the Bills even have at fucking linebacker? Because Milano's been out. Klein. Klein ended up getting hurt for a little bit. Yeah. And then, but he was rotating in. But then somebody, whoever had the, the headset, whoever had the speaker in his ear got hurt. And they had to switch. But they, basically, it's a lot of no names. People that we can't fucking think of who the names are. They had, a, they had the rookie from Tulane out yeah. there. You're getting a substantial step up in class at linebacker position. I do think, I think Jadavion Clowney could play a big role. I think his ability to set the edge. I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not taking a side because I want the Ravens. So I don't want that to cloud my judgment, even though it could be. Three, I mean, you're getting that. The hook, too. Yeah, well, that's the that's the whole thing, yeah. If it was three points, I would probably take the Ravens. But, and there was a three. That shit got bought up quick, so. Do you think come kickoff, you think this goes back to three? I don't know. I, I Earlier this week, I thought it might go to three, but um, it definitely opened by now. Three. Yeah. I don't know. It opened at three. I checked right after the game. I mean, it's like if you look at just the – dude, Valdez Scantling was making plays downfield. That better yeah. not happen. That better not happen in this game. I don't think – I thought it was a very I thought it was a not great performance from Buffalo's defense. There were plenty of times where I was like, Jesus Christ, can we stop him at all? Mm-hmm. Like so I don't know. All right, I'm only under 44 and a half as my lock of the week. Joseph's on the Ravens minus three and a half, and you're taking the Chiefs plus three and a half. Yep. And you would lean over. Um, if the number came down a little. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like also, too, it's like they're going to kick field goals in this one if, like, it's got to be like fourth and one, fourth and inches, or else they're going to take the points because the kickers are so good. But, all right, we go ahead to the NFC Championship, and who would have thought the Detroit Lions? I can still remember Detroit going 0-16, and, and now they're one game away from the Super Bowl. Lions and Niners. Niners are seven-point favorites on their home field. The total sits at 50-and-a-half, give or take. Who feels good? Anybody? Um, I guess it's my lock. Oh, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll let you go first then. Go ahead. I'm gonna lay the points. The Niners. Okay. Um, I think that offensively both of these teams are kind of evenly matched, but defensively the 49ers are much better. Um although the Lions can stop the run. The 49ers can stop the run, but the 49ers are much better preventing points. And I just think that if the Lions do struggle to run a little bit, I think I'm not trusting golf to get it done, you know? Yeah, me neither. I'm la- I'm laying the points with the Niners as well. Um, I'd be lying if I said it doesn't put a little uncertainty in my heart after seeing Brock Purdy because – we watched Brock Purdy well before 99% of the population knew who Brock Purdy was. Brock Purdy used to be at Iowa State with Brees Hall and and Matt Campbell as coach, and they consistently did not live up to expectations. Goddamn, Justin took Brock Purdy to win the Heisman Trophy. <laughs> Justin was ahead of the fucking curve, dude. Dude's a genius. Justin saw this shit from a mile away. That, that kid knows NFL talent. I mean, he had one of the best NFL seasons handicapping games that you'll ever find. He took Brock Purdy to win the Heisman Trophy. I don't know if they even made a bowl game that year. And here you go. Brock Purdy was in the MVP conversation in the NFL, and they're one game away from the Super Bowl. 
So got to give credit where credit's due. But he looked like dog shit. Let's be honest. He looked like fucking shit. I do think the Packers defense is not, I, I think it's better than advertised. I really do. But Debo's playing, right? He's 50 50. Mm. So that worries me too. Yeah, if he was playing, I'd feel a lot better. I think he'll go. They said he avoided fracture in his shoulder. I mean, it's a fucking NFC Championship game. I think he'll go in some capacity. Minimum, he's a decoy, but obviously we'd like him to go. Um, Ayuk's going to have to have a good game. Really, just it's just Purdy, dude. Don't do too much. Don't do too much. There were a couple. He threw it straight to him. Where it's like, what the fuck was that, mm-hmm. dude? But McCaffrey's so good. McCaffrey's fucking incredible. That was the ultimate fleecing like in NFL history. The Panthers were just like, here, take best running back in football. Yeah. Give us a couple fucking third round picks. Um, yeah, I'm gonna lay the points with the Niners. I think they know they dodged a bullet. I think it'll put a little more intensity on the defense to go like, okay, maybe uh it maybe it's gotta be on us more than it's gotta be on Purdy. Yeah, they let the Packers have too much success running. Yes. They're a better run defense than that. So I think that's kind of the point of emphasis here. What uh what's the deal with Montgomery? Is he hurt? Um, I'm not sure. Did I make that up? What's I'm, the weather? I don't see. Yeah, no, that's why I literally wrote down, please, for the love of God, don't let it rain. Um, Let's see. When was this? When was this? I don't know. It says he sustained injury on a 19th. That could have been earlier in the year. Who the fuck knows? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe he's not hurt. Yeah, maybe he's not hurt. I could have definitely made that up. Yeah, I don't think. Okay. Uh, regardless, they have the number one defense against the pass and the rush, correct? Um, Niners? Yeah. Um, shit. I think. I could be wrong. Doesn't matter. No, they have the uh, second ranked something run defense. I guess it goes by whatever metric. Well, I, was, third, I was looking at like third yard. ranked run defense. I was looking at yards allowed. What is that going by? Yeah, that's what I was uh, talking about. Well, I was on NFL.com, so they're wrong. They have the fourth ranked defense in terms of passing yards and the third ranked defense and rushing yards. Or okay. no, that's their offense. Fourteenth ranked passing <laughs> yards, third ranked defense in terms of rushing. The Lions have the second ranked rushing defense. Yeah, but they're terrible against the pass. Twenty seventh, and that's where. Yeah, okay. McCaffrey's they're they're gonna throw it to Cap- McCaffrey a ton. You've got Kittle who looked good. That one ball to Kittle was a dime from from Purdy. Yeah. So Ayuk's got to have a good game. I I just think there's they're gonna have the ability to stop Detroit more than the opposite. So defense wins championships. How are you not gonna go with the Niners? I think that this is. Like the whatever you want to call it, the story arc of the Lions. They're not going to the Super Bowl this year. They're on the they're on the doorstep. They've overachieved a little bit. I don't think Jared Goff's that good. So I don't think he's a Super Bowl caliber quarterback. Yeah. So I mean he got to one. And will they score fucking three points? Mm-hmm. Um Jared Goff had a stretch, let's not forget, <clears throat> of like three or four straight games with over three turn- turnovers. Down the stretch where they started losing all those games. Yeah, Chicago, kind of mid-season. I think they lost to him twice. If not, yeah. the second one was close, too. He turned the ball over a lot. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, if you can pressure him, which and against this defense, it's like there's no better opportunity to get some t- some turnovers. Yeah, I mean, they got Armstead back in the middle. You got Bo, so you got uh, who, who's coming off the other edge? Uh, a good guy, Chase Young. Chase Young, who is a little fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, I'm gonna lay the points with the Niners. Sounds like we all are. It's your lock of the week. Yep. What side would you lead and lean in terms of total? Do you have one? No, not really. It's so hard. Fifty and a half, fifty-one, give or take. Probably under. I would lean under. It's a lot of points. It's, yeah, I don't know how. I mean, you're banking on the Lions to have success if you're taking over. So I feel like if you lean Niners, you got to lean under. But mm, I don't know. We'll see. All right, I'll just leave it at that. I kind of want to take the under. But <laughs> um, all right, I mean, that's really all I got. You got anything else? Nope. All right, to recap, I am going to take the under 44.5 as my lock of the week in the Chiefs and Ravens. I'm going to take the Niners, minus 7. Who knows? Maybe we add something here or there. Um, but we got to find out who goes to the Super Bowl. So you are taking? I'm taking the Chiefs, plus 3.5, and, and I'm taking the 49ers, minus 7, for my lock. I'm taking the Ravens, minus 3.5, for my lock, and I'm t- also taking the 49ers, minus 7. Alrighty, there you go. That is our best bets of the week for uh, conference championship weekend, and it's time we find out who goes to the Super Bowl. Obviously, the most sought-after game of the week is going to be Chiefs and Ravens. Everybody, I, I, we don't have any act. Well, no, you're on Baltimore. I was going to say, I was going to say, Baltimore can win by three, and we'll all be happy. But we can't. Y'all can figure that out. I just want Baltimore to win. I really, really, really want Baltimore to win. Let me make that crystal clear. Um. I once sat on this very podcast and said Lamar Jackson will never win anything because he can't move the ball <laughs> down the field and then come postseason play, uh, it's going to come back to bite him. People called me crazy. They got blew, blown out by the Titans that year. Um, Not bad for a running back. And now here I am wearing a Lamar Jackson jersey hoping for the best. So episode 181 is in the books. Do you have anything to say before we go? See you later. Good luck. All right, y'all be sure to hit subscribe. We appreciate everybody listening. Uh, we are going to... Obviously, Super Bowl's two weeks away, so there won't more than likely won't be an episode next week, uh, but then we'll be back ready to go for, uh, well, no. Yeah, two weeks. How do we do it typically? Would we record next week? I think we wait till. We wait the following yeah. week. Okay. And then, obviously, the Super Bowl episode's always one of our biggest episodes of the season. We'll have a ton of props, um, the whole nine yards. So, But until then, we see who makes it to the big dance. Y'all have a go in Houdet. The house always wins. Play long enough, you never change the stakes. The house takes you. Unless when that perfect hand comes along, you bet big, and then you take the house. I've been practicing this because a little bit that I rushed. It felt like I rushed. That was good. I liked it.